Hello, hello. Hi, Candice. Welcome to the live stream. Thank you for being on with us. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, you're usually sitting where I sit, so it's. Uh, I'm very honored to have you there. It looks good. It looks very good. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay, let's get right into it. And I think the way we can start is Candice can just telling us a little bit about first experiences with Mayor, with Guaranteed Prosperity, a kind of a brief run of the journey so far. And, uh, and then we'll get into parenting because you're a parent and you have a lot of perspectives that I think will help many, many people. Okay. Um, so I think first thing is that my whole, my whole viewpoint on parenting has completely changed, like 360. What I thought parenting was and what I know what it is now is completely different. Um, and this was before I was a parent as well. So obviously, I think everyone before they have, they have they have kids, they have this idea of what parenting is, um, and then when you actually have the kid, things change because you're like, oh, like now it's actually it's 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 go time, and I'm not sure how to to handle this. And I can honestly say I'm so grateful to Mayor and like for for learning what I have learned up until I had my child because I was super super prepared. Like now with Adara. Everything, even the birth process, was so easy, no problem, nothing went wrong. And even the things that was considered um, that could go wrong, it was really not a problem. I was able to confront it. And yeah, you can even ask my partner, Simon. He was so shocked. He thought that I was on like heavy drugs because I was just <laughs> like, so relaxed, so happy through the through the whole birthing process. Wow! And um, yeah, yes. yeah, and yeah, it's just it's really just changed everything for me. Wow. And also, and dealing with with other other children as well, seeing seeing children for what they are, which was a big big thing. And I'm sure Mary will talk about this. That I think many people, and me included, we we see kids as like almost like a different life form yeah. like we don't we don't realize that they are the same as you they have the same feelings the same wants needs all of that and we 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 don't think about that we yeah. just see them as a different species that we have to deal with them differently and it's actually not that yeah. and it makes it makes the parenting so simple because yeah. you think what would i like to experience and mm -hmm. then you do that for your kids so that was a big that's a very very big uh, that's amazing. Amazing. Thank you. Wow. Yeah. 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 That's fantastic. And and I and I mean I think with that perspective, let's kind of touch upon what you what were the highlights that kind of you learned, and maybe Mary, you can kind of into what were some of those keys that you kind of taught Candice on, because I think many people, assuming I'm not yet a parent, but from my observation, I think parents may makes without them knowing because they have the best intentions but somehow things don't bring the result that they want so what two keys that parents make without realizing mistake the first, the first mistake parents make which is the biggest one is they get married no i'm joking <laughs> <laughs> they have the kids to begin with <laughs> That's why I'm winning. I'm doing so well. 
The first mistake parents make is they don't understand that their main objective is to make the child self-determined. The main objective of a parent is to make the child self-determined. What do you mean by self-determined? Okay, so the child, uh, more important than his health, more important than his education, more important than anything else, is to make him able to observe, make a decision, and act. Now, what goes against it is if I tell you what to do, if I always protect you, if I tell you that you are weak, which I, when, I, when I protect you, I tell you that you are weak, if I make you wrong, if I criticize you, if I do the things that parents do to their children, which is terrible, if I will act towards a different person the way parents uh, uh, handle their children, that other person will kill me. And you will see that uh, uh, the parents do not agree for stranger to behave to their child the way they behave to their child because they have they want to have um, total exclusivity on torturing the child. <laughs> they only, yeah. they only share this child. They have rights. They get paid for it. Yeah, it's sadly so, true. Uh, yeah, I see that. Yeah. So the first mistake, the first mistake, they don't really understand the actual product the end result of a parent is a self-determined child that creates his own life not a parrot or a robot or an educated uh, machine or a nice behaving uh, vegetable or something like that this is what most parents want but they actually need to understand that what they really need to want is a self-determined child, a child that has his own viewpoint, a child that knows what's right and wrong, not because I told him, but because he decided. A child that actually is talented. What does it mean, talented? Talented is someone that has something that is good at and someone helped him to, to uh, maximize that uh, potential this is all talent is it's just something you can do and someone help you to go forward so a child that is talented a child that actually is ethical because of his own decision not because he's afraid so when you yeah. really get when you really understand that you will understand that uh, 99 percent of your actions should be to ask the child what do you think? What do you see? How will you handle it? Not don't do that. Don't do that. This is how you do it. This. No, 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 no. Le teach him how to observe. Don't program him. He's not a computer. That's, that's a big key difference. I mean, it's also what honestly you did to me, right? A major, major push to get me to make my own decisions and have anything was okay within reason and assuming it was ethical and so forth but you wanted me to observe yeah and that's why you came with us to everything you you we didn't we took i took you to meetings with me we went to events together we went everything you were with us and you've been consulted and your opinion mattered yeah okay so i have a question around being careful 
So that for me, I think that was my biggest challenge as um, Adara's growing up and she's crawling and now she's walking. Um, my first instinct is to please just be careful, like you need to watch out. Um, and I've, I catch myself, but a lot of the, some of the time I don't, I'm, I'm just like, please be careful, please do this. So I'm just wondering how do I go, even though I know that I'm not supposed to do it, I still sometimes struggle okay. to actually, you know. Yeah. So most, uh, so most parents, because they care and because they have this uh, fake reality that children are fragile, um, most of the parents will want to tell their children to be careful and they're watching over their children and they're making sure they're limiting their children all the time. Yeah. Um, and I understand that. But the correct way to, to do is to tell to the child, you know, let me, let me show you something. What do you think this is? This is height. Okay, good, that's called height. Uh, now let's see what's happened when we throw something off of height. Let's take an egg mm -hmm. and throw it off of height. Let, let's say you want to jump from here. Let's take an egg and throw it from that height. And you let the child take an egg and throw it. What happened to the egg? It broke. Mm -hmm. ah, okay. So let's take uh, something else. Let's take something bigger. Let's take um, a pillow. And we take a pillow and nothing happened to the pillow. Yeah. So different thing at different height can have damage and you need to learn how to estimate height. Mm. And you do all kinds of game with heights and you explain to them with height. And then even if you tell them, be careful, you tell them, be careful, but you, you know, I know that you know, but I just want to remind you that there is height here. Okay. So it's not like I said, be careful and now, oh, I'm a bad parent. Okay. <laughs> okay, good. It is, of course, you want to make sure that the child is safe, but it's totally okay while you're making him self-determined. Because if I give him the data and I get him to observe, and I tell him, so what do you think will happen with the, this? You take another egg. What do you think will happen if I leave the egg? Mm -hmm. And he's, it will break. What do you think if you will leave the egg? It will break. What do you think if the dog will push the egg? It will break. Okay, good. So you can estimate it. Okay. What do you think if we'll take this thing? It will not break. Why? There are things that are more breakable. Yes. So, okay, fine. So he will start to get the idea of height. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and you, on a gradient scale, you explain to him how he can be self-determined over what's dangerous and what's not, what can hurt him and what not. Okay. And uh, so this is one thing. And the second thing, there is a fake reality that children, that parents have is that they uh, children are very fragile. They are not fragile if you don't think they are. If you take children, you'll see they can fall from height and nothing happened to them. They can, they can, they go through the birth canal. I mean, this is worse than falling. <laughs> can you imagine? It's like yeah. they go through hell and come out smiling. Well, yeah. crying a little bit, but, <laughs> a little but yes. they, but they survive. Mm -hmm. So children, babies, especially Baby. can survive anything, almost anything, you really need to, to work very hard to hurt a child. Wow. So it's just, that's amazing. They, yeah. Yeah. When, only when the parents decide that the child is going to hurt himself, the child will hurt himself. Wow. Because they, they love you so much. They even hurt themselves for you. Just for you. Yes. <laughs> wow. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. That's a major difference uh, and a totally different viewpoint on just the simplicity of, yeah, how, how to handle 
a child that you feel is in a dangerous situation, I totally get the impulse to say, be careful. But the difference is key. Um, what about, and at what point is it correct to obviously intervene in an activity that the child is doing? Because that has to happen. The kid's like running towards the fire or putting his hand into a fire. Or, I don't know what. There's danger and you have to at some yeah. point, at some point. If he's a bad kid, you let him do it. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, that's why I have a few burns. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, Follow for more parenting tips. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Lesson number one. Uh, okay, so the basic idea is like that. You need to see that uh, if there is an immediate danger, if the... Um, situation is of danger, you bypass him. It's not a problem to bypass as long as you make him self-determine again. So I can stop you from falling and tell you, oh, and hold you before you fall, but then I make you self-determine. I give you the data. I show you how to observe. I uh, make sure that you don't have misunderstandings. Uh, and I make sure that you actually drill this same thing again and again. I tell you, okay, run, where would you stop? Here, excellent, good. So, so I make you self-determined. If you really get that the basic, most, like if someone will tell me, how do I know if I do something right or wrong? Uh, I will tell him, do you make the child self-determined at the end of the process, yes or not? Wow. Then you know if you are correct. So let's say you take a child, you take a parent and you, the parent say, you are wrong, this is not okay. Did you make himself determined? Not. Okay. But if something happened and I said to the guy, you are wrong, this is not okay. And then I sit with him and explain the whole thing and I show him how he can become self-determined over it. It's not a problem. Mm -hmm. It's mm, not that you need to give the child with some kind of a silk gloves that he mustn't, you mustn't. No, you need to show him the real life. And if you show him real wow. life and understand that everything you do, you do in an effort to make him self-determined and you explain to him, I need you self-determined because life out there is really rough. <laughs> and even the most powerful people have hard times. So that's what I'm teaching you. You're going to make it because you're going to be self-determined. You're going to be able to learn how to observe, you're going to be able how to evaluate, how to decide and how to act. This is what I need from you. I need you to observe, not look, observe. You put their things. The difference between looking, looking is just something happened to you and you're just an effect. And observation is you decide, I put it there. I, I, this is how I put the situation there. This is how I see the situation there. It's not just looking. I put the situation there. So I observe, I evaluate which means I teach him to look at more and more and more viewpoints. I evaluate. I get more and more and more viewpoints. I cannot evaluate if I have one viewpoint. So the, the problem with one viewpoint is that uh, the person is insane. Why? Because you cannot evaluate. You need two, at least two, to evaluate. To, and to really evaluate very well, you need a lot of data. So a lot of data point means a lot of viewpoints. And then once you evaluate it, you make a decision. And once you make a decision, you never, you teach the child that you're self-determined, you never go back. 
you are willing to win and lose with the same level of enthusiasm. If it's right, it's beautiful. If it's not right, it's also beautiful. You made a decision. Any decision is better than no decision. You made a decision. Your decision is always right at zero time. So no one can come back to you and tell you, you are wrong. No. I made a decision. It was right. Now I make a new decision. It's not that I was wrong with the earlier one. If you tell him that you were wrong with the earlier one, you make him not self-determined. You just make him wrong. This is a trick that played on people to make them weak. People want to go into the past in order to make you weak in the future. So you don't do that. You just say, okay, fine. It, uh, it didn't uh, get the expected result. No problem. Let's make new expected results. It's new. Mm-hmm. Yes. And That's amazing. Yeah. You don't think. You act. You act. You put everything into it. You bring a bad expected result. You never do what you can. You do what's needed. You teach the child. You never do what you can. You do what's needed. And this is all part of this self-determinism. If you really get that, if you really understand that, you will see that once you will realize that, you will improve and so the child will improve. Because you can define the condition of the child. I can predict the the condition of the child by the condition of his parents. Yeah, I was going to say most most adults uh, need to learn, I would say, that that as a starting point and also it's an amazing purpose for a parent to give that to the child an amazing purpose for the child to develop some this is how i'm going to behave and and i was going to ask you back to like the getting involved and get you know stopping the danger would you point the parent when bypass the child they then have an obligation on themselves to basically work with a child to teach them now on that specific area like you, as a parent, you need to know if I got involved like that, I've also taken on an obligation to invest a little bit more time in that subject with that child. Yeah. So in life and with children, the moment that you bypass someone, you need to understand that you need to, number one, once you bypass him, you handle the, the situation and any danger in it. Uh, once you handle it, you need to tell the person, look, look, um, uh, there is, you bypass him, you handle the situation, you tell him, look, this is danger, and let's see, let's now handle the misunderstanding. 99% of the cases, it's misunderstanding. There is 1% where the child is not ethical. And then you need to handle his ethics. But both of them is done by bringing about an understanding. So it's how do you either, how do you handle a child's ethics like that? Like a child that that's let's say a seven year old who's being like a little rebel already. You already see that they're they're being unethical. Okay, so when a child is unethical, uh, you start to use a little bit of justice. The purpose of justice is to bring ethics in. Okay. The purpose of justice is to bring ethics in. You just need to understand that justice is not a tool to take revenge or to punish. That's not justice. Justice is a whole subject that has to do with making the child decide that he is ethical. Now, this is a very dangerous and tricky situation because if you use justice just a little bit too much or a little bit too little, you will cause the child to be not ethical forever. Wow. So this is really, really, really dangerous. You'll see that the... 
children that punish uh, parents that punish the children and think that the justice is a way to punish and to degrade and to rob the child from his self-determinism, you see that these children may behave well in front of you, but they are the worst criminal. They are liars, they are cheaters, and they end up with life that is destroyed. Because justice is very, very powerful and should be used with the purpose of bringing about self-determinism, self-determined ethical behavior. It's not to bring about a robot that's afraid. And of course, this is a massive subject and we can do the whole, the whole interview just on, I can talk about it for a week, just about how to apply justice mm -hmm. to people in general. It's an amazing subject, That's actually. Basic. Yeah. Yeah. Great. So, so you, so you handle the situation, you handle the situation, the danger, you tell the person, look, this is a dangerous situation. You handle him, you either with education or with justice. And then once this thing handled, you make sure that he's doing whatever he needs to do to make sure that this will not happen again to him. He makes sure, not I make sure. He mm. even come up with the cognition. Ah, so I need to do this and this and that. Not I'm promising. I'm not making you a slave. I'm not making you into useless person. You make the, you come to the realization again, self-determined. Ah, so from now on, when I see a, a box of chocolate, I, I mustn't eat the chocolate I, because I want to lose weight. And it's true for you. It's true for the child. You, you act, mm -hmm. children learn only by observation. Children learn only by observation. And because children learn only by observation, you, everything that I'm teaching about children is actually how should you, what you, sh you should be in order for the child to become self-determined. Because children love the parents so much that they, from the child viewpoint, there is mother, Father, God, and then everyone else. So mother is the most important thing in the universe. Father, well, after the age of three, when the child realizes he has a father. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, it's, I remember. I remember when I realized that you were my father. I tell you what, I was like two or something. And all of a sudden, I was like, oh, this guy's been around for a while now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this guy here. Yeah. This guy. Yeah, he's sticking around. He's not just. Uh, my, he's, he's not just my mom friend. <laughs> exactly. And I have exactly. Is can I go? Yeah. Yeah. So, so my question is about um, what I learned in the seminars with you about kids needing to contribute to the household. Mm. Um. I think this is really, really big because I can see Adara's confidence when she's now, I mean, she's just, she's just over two and she's already setting the table for dinner and those kind of things. And you can see her confidence grows when she does that because she feels that she's contributing. Mm -hmm. um, I, my question is, how do you keep on, because everyone's, everyone tells me, oh, you must enjoy it while it lasts because there's going to be a stage where they don't want to do anything. And, and I'm wondering, how do you keep on having her contribute as she grows older? Because apparently at the age when they're babies, they just love doing all these chores, but then they stop doing it. They don't stop doing it. 
what happened is you stop them from doing it. You are impatient with the results. You don't see the intention as a good intention. And uh, you don't want to wait for them to do what they do. So do you stop validating them? And it starts to be like a normal thing. So they organize uh, something and they break the plate once. So say, ah, that's not okay. Wow. You, broke yeah. the, you, you somehow make them wrong. But if every single day you will increase the validation and increase the validation and give them more things and show them how they contribute and explain to them the value. Wow. They will not stop. They will not want to stop it. You, you dance and then um, for as long as you get validation, for as long as you improve, you want to dance. But if yeah. you had, um, you went to social and there was a few bad dances, very true. I, don't, I really don't want because you get invalidated. Even if you yourself is good in, as a dancer, yes. you don't get the validation from For the sure. other side. So, ah, never mind. Yeah. 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 I think that one of the things that uh, I remember you guys would, would celebrate everything that I did. So, if and I helped to set the table, right? It was like, wow, this is amazing, amazing. And when friends came over, everyone that was around the table, just one second, I want to let you know that Gal was a big part of setting the table today and, you know, things like that. And as it developed, I'm like, I'm Evan and I'm helping to cook now or something. And it was like, just so you know, everybody isn't like, I want always a lot, but I knew it was genuine and it was always heavily validated. I always felt like, and as I get older, I obviously I'm not setting the table anymore. More things that are more advanced, but it went parallel. Yeah. yeah. Like uh, Hadar and Neil, uh, they used to help me to make the coffee. Now, hot coffee, it's like really people can say, well, this is dangerous. They would put the water, they would do, they would do the whole thing. I was with them, of course, yeah. and I showed them how to do that. And it was uh, not called making coffee to uh, to daddy or something like that. It was called helping. Helping for them, coffee was helping. Helping. <laughs> that's how it. That, yeah. That's how it was called. And they will sit there and they will uh, turn the coffee. Uh, how do you call it? Uh, stir stir the yeah. coffee and yeah. they will put the water and they would do all the things that are you like. They would take this. Uh, um, kettle full with hot water and they will put the water. Yes, I will be guiding them and I will be there and I will hold the glass to make sure that they don't spill the yeah. glass and stop, so on because they don't have so much control over the yeah. body. But, and I explained to them what is hot and I explained to them the whole thing and they've done it every time and it was the most wow moments for them because I will validate them and they will do that and I will show them, wow, did you see what you've done here? And did, look at this mm. and this is so good and this is helping me and this and like, Every single time for Amazing. years, the validation never stopped. Wow. Never stopped. Wow. So you stop doing things when you get invalidated. That's amazing. Well, I, I'm sure it's adults as well. Of course, you well, go into yeah. a relationship, yeah. you, meet, like a, you, you meet a guy, you meet a guy, you go to a relationship, uh, and um, he's telling you, oh, you're beautiful, you are this, you are this, you are this, you are this. And after a week or two or three, he start to tell you, look, I don't like that invalidation boom the relationship breaks you that's don't true. want that relationship anymore you don't help as much wow that's big yes yeah yeah Bubble thank you, you yeah absolutely maybe 
Let's go over the comments. Okay, sure. So we have uh, everyday increased validation for children. Really amazing. Yeah, a lot of wows and very true and, and yeah, amazing. Can you, let's talk a little bit about the seminar that we're tomorrow to be live streamed and in person. Uh, yes. And it's here in Cape Town. You want to just kind of roughly touch upon it. I saw some of the slides. It's going to be amazing. You want to tell them a little bit about what you you want to go over tomorrow because it's really relationships of all kinds, whether it's with your children, etc. cetera. Yeah. So everything in life, you, you, if, if you really look at what you have in life, you don't have things. You have communication with things. You don't have a wife, you have a communication with wife. You don't have a body, you have the communication with the body. So you, so you can have a body and if the, one of the nerves get cut, as far as, let's say, the nerve get cut to the leg, as far as you're concerned, you don't have a leg, you don't feel it, it's not there. Yes, you can observe it because there's some kind of, an ob of communication mm -hmm. by sight, so you can see it, but you don't have full communication. The relationship is not good. So you will see that everything you have has to do with the communication with the thing and that communication back and forth when the communication is two-way communication, it's called relationship. When it's one way, it's communication. When I talk and I say blah, 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 and I want you to understand something, that's called communication. When we talk to each other, we, this is called relationship. Two-way communication is a process of relationship. Wow. It's what brings about relationship. Yeah. And you will see that when the two-way communication is not there, when one of the side don't understand or don't complete or talk too long or don't go A to B, someone write to you, like even you take WhatsApp, someone, someone write to you a whole book in WhatsApp, then there's no communication anymore. It's just an obsessive outflow because in the relationship break, you stop reading those messages because it's just obsessive outflow. But when there's communicate, when there's relationship, you communicate, you duplicate. I communicate, I, you uh, I, you duplicate, yeah. uh, etc. So we have duplicate, 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 yeah. duplicate, and as a result, that relationship there is a growth. You have more. So the relationship is this two-way communication that bring about bigger happiness, bigger ability to have. Wow. So that's relationship. So every time you don't have what you want to have is because your relationship has broken. This process has broken. And there are very, very, very specific reasons how to create those, this relationship, how to maintain it, and how to fix it. And if you don't know any one of those three, you will simply not have what you want in your life. You will simply not have, you will not have money, you will not have success, you will not have health, you will not have wealth, you will not have happiness. So when you see people that are worried, people that are depressed, people that are uh, having just terrible time, you need to know they have fake reality about relationships. They don't understand relationships because everything in your life is the result of the quantity and quality of your relationship. Everything. If Amazing. you have a lot of good friends, that the relationship is really good, they will kill for you. They will find a way to make you rich. <laughs> if you don't, if the relationship is not good, they will not help you. They will kill you. <laughs> yeah. Are you with me? 
hundred percent. Yeah. And your, yeah. they will not protect you when they need to for protect sure. you. They will not help you when you need help. They will not be there for you. So everything, everything without exception is relationships. And Absolutely. If you everything is relationships. This basically, why will you learn anything else? If yeah. you don't learn about relationship, you're wasting your time. Very and relationship with your children is one of the most important relationships. Because the relationship within the family defined the relationship within the group. So the, you can say that the most important relationship is the relationship between you and your mind. That's the first thing you need to handle. Wow. How much you are in a good relationship with your mind? Does your mind torture you? You cannot go to sleep. You are worried. You are afraid. You are anxious, etc. This is just your relationship with your mind is terrible. Once this is sorted out, you'll see that you can handle your relationship with your family. Because if your relationship, if you're crazy, I promise you, you will not have a good relationship with your family. Now you handle the relationship with your family because the relationship with your family will be the thing that will define the relationship in your business, in your groups. Wow. And that will define the relationship with the rest of your life. So you, first of all, first of all, have to realize what's going on between you and your mind. And most people don't even know how to define a mind, never mind handle their mind. Absolutely. Absolutely. What we're going to talk about in the seminar tomorrow. It's going to be amazing. And it's very affordable. It's, it's too affordable, but we wanted it to the data was so important that we wanted to make it accessible for anyone. So it's between $10 if you come in person and $19 if you join online. And it's just believable value for literally, it's for free, basically. Yeah. 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 Good. It's amazing. So we'll see. I mean, I'll see you guys there tomorrow. I'll definitely be there. I think I will be there. I'll yeah, I think you should. I'll, take, I'll do the seminar if you're not. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, this, thank you so much, Candice, also for joining and for being of the of the stream. And thank you for everyone that tuned in uh, live and that listens after. Love you, Abele. Okay. Mwah. Love you, okay. Bye. Love you. Bye. 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 See you.